Hello world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is a New Black Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim Huday. Zim, say what's up. Hello, world. We got something for you tonight. I got none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Mike Daniels in the building. I ain't wasting no time. We want to get right to it, big man. How you doing tonight? What's going on in your world, sir? Man, look, everything is 100, maybe. I feel excellent. I feel good. I feel great. I love seeing that Stiller Pack name on it. That's crazy. I'm glad that resonated with uh, Cincinnati Nation, man. You know who they nation. So I, I definitely, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I really enjoy talking to you, brothers, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, just just relaxing, being myself, and enjoying having a real good conversation with you guys, man. Nah, that's facts, bro. That's facts. So I heard from a little birdie, and I follow you on Twitter and everything. I know that you a super fan and a Dragon Ball fan, just period. So much respect to you on that. But I got to ask you a, a real question, though, bro. Okay. Who's okay. stronger? Who's stronger? In your opinion, who's stronger? Gogeta Blue or Ultra Instinct Goku? What's up? Okay. Thank you for asking me a real question and not a Goku or so whatever. You know what I mean? Gogeta Blue and uh, Ultra Instinct? <laughs> Dang. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> think about that. Dang. Yo, oh my god, bro. Um wow. Real really you would to it would make you have to say that Jiren would be as strong as Gogeta Blue. Or uh Broly would be close to the strength of Ultra Instinct Goku, right? To say these things. Yeah. So man, I, I can't I can't give you a, a really full 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 answer. I would have to go with Ultra Instinct solely because mastered Ultra Instinct, you you can predict moves dang near before they happen, or rather, you're responding so quickly to everything that's happening. I don't think you know the, the yeah. power and speed of the person you're going against matters because you're in tune with nature. It almost becomes like Naruto at that point because now it's more technique, well, nature, but let's just say. Uh, it's a different aspect versus who's actually stronger. It's who's right. more in tune, right? Like the Mafuba. Right. It don't matter how strong you are. If somebody's right. evil, you go, you can contain them in the Mafuba. You know, right. so it, it, so it's not ha. <clears throat> it's not really a technique, but it's a state of being. And right. the state of being, I think that will that affects um, that a, a state of being will affect. You know, that doesn't matter who you're fighting against. Right. If I if I can predict the movements, if I or if I can react to the movements in less than a millisecond of a millisecond of a millisecond, then it don't matter how fast you're moving. I'm getting out the way. I'm, I'm dipping everything. And I think so, that it might have been. It may be you why, because in the movie against Broly, remember Weiss just moved right out the way. Like when Broly tries to like hit him, he moves right out the way like it was nothing. Right. Like as, right. you're, as you're talking about this too, Mike, I'm just and see, I'm not as as privy to all the anime stuff and you know, like in that. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me in the in the in in life. I feel like you can apply this to life. Some of the stuff that you're just saying with like Ultra Instinct, uh, different different. Do you ever just go out there and say, I aspire to be, you know, I know yourself, right? But do you ever hit the field? Do you ever just walk in life and just say? Today I'm on my on my on on my on my Goku. I'm on my you know whatever. Like, do you ever like channel that and say, "Look, this is the energy I'm coming with today." Listen, man. I remember one time, and I'm going back way back, 2003. I was doing winter track in high school, right? Couldn't wrestle, broke my wrist, and I didn't like the way that I threw. So I like, yo, I'm about to get in the weight room. Get just mass swole, get the veins pumping and everything. I'm coming back to the track meet. The next track, I'm coming looking like Magic Vadija with the veins <laughs> coming off crazy through the muscles and popping through the skin. You know what I mean? So it's like I kind of take that uh, stepping on the field on my different anime characters based on how I feel, right? Um, definitely Titan Aaron from Attack on Titan. I'm challenging him all day. 
I'm channeling okay. Super Saiyan 2 Gohan when he fought Cell. I need yes, that sir. savagery. I'm I'm channeling Kid Boo. Okay. It don't matter. I'm blowing the planet up while I'm standing <laughs> on it, and it don't matter because I'm going to reform, come back to my being, and then go take over some more planets, even if I got to go to the underworld to do it, because that's what he did in the anime. Like, I'm channeling. I'm channeling. Hey, bro, this got me so hyped. Hey. I, mean, I just imagine, because we had Carl on, so I just imagine y'all just going crazy over there on the D-line, like, oh. before the games oh, and stuff like that. What? <laughs> what? Absolutely. Carl, we, me and Carl share anime memes on Instagram damn near daily. <laughs> like, man, I'm telling you, that's that's crazy. Like, yes, you, in Ace, just now, you talked about playing next to Carl. Like, I know it probably didn't work out, like, the way that we thought it probably would, like, at least in my mind, right? But I know one of the things when you came to Sensi is like playing next to Gino, right? I remember seeing Gino in in um in camp and said, "Whoa!" Like you know, like I don't know, you know, what happened throughout the course of the year, or whatever. But like, tell tell us about playing with Gino. Like, was it what you expected? You know, the the little glimpses that you did get next to him, or like how's he? How was it working with him? Because for a Cincinnati like fan like myself, like Gino is like you know that guy. Yeah, he is. He's he's definitely a guy who I study. You know, we're we're both shorter fourth round guys, <clears throat> and he's a physical bull rusher, much like myself. In fact, Marshall Yonder, who's an Iowa guy like me, he told me when I was training for the draft that he's a, Gino Atkins is a guy that I need to watch. Yonder obviously had um, experience with him, you know, going against him for a couple of years. So uh, Gino was always a guy that I kept my eye on, and to be able to to play with him was dope, man. Like. We would definitely always talk, share, um, not so much, like, like not secrets, but like we would always uh, discuss different techniques, different ways to approach the game, uh, different ways to train, how to lift, how not to lift. Like Gino was definitely, he's a yellow jacket for real, man. And I got to see the behind scenes of a yellow jacket D tackle. And that's, that's definitely, he definitely uh, shows how it's supposed to be done. So unfortunately, we might have played what, might have lined up next to each other four times, whatever, because of, Whatever the situation, but um, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, we can get that a lot more. I mean, we, we don't know. We don't know what the future is. But that's dang, what, man, that was dang. my follow-up question: Is that 2021 upcoming season? No matter what, what is Mike Daniels next to Geno Atkins? A healthy Geno, uh, you said you're feeling great. A healthy Mike Daniels. What does that look like in the NFL? Is that still a force? Y'all still like? <clears throat> If you're on that defense, you'll be very happy to see those two guys in together because whoever's not getting double teamed is raising hell. And the other guy who is getting double teamed, he's pushing them two dudes back to, as you've seen us both do this past season. You know what I'm saying? The edge guys, they're going to get – they're going to be very happy. They're going to be very happy. Quarterback's going to go that way. You know what I mean? And we're, we're definitely stopping the run, stopping the run. So if him and I together, that's, that's going to be a force. Right, two elite players, you're gonna get elite play no matter what, no matter what point in their career they're at. Look at the look at the Buccaneers. Look at the Buccaneers. Gronkowski, so, so uh, uh, Antonio, still they're elite. You know, right. Gucci is Gucci. As it ages, it just becomes vintage Gucci. It don't become right. Lord and Taylor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Facts. Facts. So I gotta ask you, bro. The name of this show is the Steelers Pack. Obviously. <laughs> That was synonymous with kind of Juju starting this whole this whole thing with dancing on the logo. From your perspective or the team's perspective, what was that like when y'all saw that? Like before before the game, I didn't even know what happened. I so I respect my opponents, but I have an innate hatred for everybody I line up against. So it could be my best friend for those sixty minutes. Nah, that ain't the case. But afterwards, <laughs> best friends once again. So if a player, you know, I respect. Obviously, Juju's a really good player. And he has his thing. Everybody's got their thing of what they do. But, um, hey, that was just a really fun game because I'll it say was. before we played the Steelers the first time, I said, look, we don't like uh, MF over there. We hate these. We hate them. We hate them. We hate them. You know what I'm right. saying? This is a real rivalry, and we right. need to treat it as such, right? And we did. Then the next game, we got to really see it manifest. We beat a uh, once undefeated team with – um. You know, uh, we, we had to play with our third-string quarterback and got it done. Got it done, man. That was a crazy night. So, so <laughs> it's, it's, 
it's easy for somebody at home watching that game, right? Like you hadn't been here long enough to know the the struggles. Like the last time that the Bengals had beat the Steelers uh, before then, I think I was there. That's the Le'Veon Bell game where like like he hurts his knee. Um, but what what? At home, people are just saying, like, man, they came out fired up to play. You know, like, there's been a lot of times the Bengals have come out fired up to play, right? And then you just mentioned we're, we're coming out there with a third string or not your starting quarterback, right? What right. was the difference? Is it just jumping out on an early? Like, what is what is the difference in that win versus, like you said, the first time y'all played them? So I'll say, right, I've been on, like, the Steelers side of a rivalry before in Green Bay. That's how we felt to, like, the Bears for sure, right, how the Steelers feel towards us. So I remember we got Julius Peppers, and Julius said before the Bears game, in that locker room, they want to win, but they really deep down don't think they can. And I think that a lot of times it's mental because we always had a talent. you kidding me? But but it's, but it's mental, right? And right. when you see uh, we had a – really had a team of a bunch of guys that come from places where – Monday night wins, that's – we win on Monday night. We're accustomed to winning on Monday night. Um, we're accustomed to being the top dogs. Look, You look at getting guys from, from Minnesota who's had a good run, uh, Green Bay, New Orleans. Um, you, you're getting guys that played in Dallas and Houston, uh, Tennessee, getting guys from all over, and they're kind of stepping into the game like instead of, whoa, there's the Steelers who we haven't been able to give a hump over, we're looking at it like, okay, there's the Steelers. I've beat them before. I'm used to playing against in these type of games. I'm used to playing on Monday night in big games. The big stage, that's what we live for. Finally, we got one. Let's take advantage, right? And that's like the beauty of bringing guys in, right, that have had different league experiences. Because let's say if somebody might have never beat the Steelers, they might be lined up next to a guy who says, look, the Steelers, man, let's get – to work, man. And that's the that, that, that's why I love football so much. Because you get different guys from different backgrounds, different experiences, and they can help bring a different type of attitude. If you're I, I remember being on Green Bay, we weren't necessarily viewed as the most physical team. We had some physical guys, but that wasn't our MO. Then we bring a running back. Remember, we brought uh um Christian Michael from Seattle. Yeah. You know, he had a physical type of mentality. We brought Ricky Jean, who played a uh, Francois who played on, on the 49ers when they were physical defense. So it's good when you can get guys that can kind of inject a little bit of uh, of one ingredient that you might be missing. And that one that we were missing was knowing that we can be an elite team and defeat elite teams. If you guys are just now joining us right now, who the hell would want Mike Daniels back? You got to be hyped right now. Do y'all hear this? Facts. I'm hyped. Facts. All right. I'm sorry. I had to get that out because I'm just nah, – if anybody good. just stepped in here like this – this is the energy. This is this is what we needed bottled up, ready to go, ready to to go towards whatever you want to accomplish in life. Like these, these are life lessons right here, not just football. And mentally, like this is it. These are the these are the pieces yeah. of the puzzle yeah. that that create championship franchises and French and, and, and teams. And I'm re- I'm really excited that I just had to get that out of the way. But going back to that Steelers game, right? I want I want to yeah. talk about this real quick. The still a pack video, right? Because <laughs> all right, so just to give you the background, right, right, right. just to give you the background, um, I'm 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 currently in DC, Aces in Florida, right? But you know, like a lot of people uh say smoking on still uh smoking on pack for like maybe uh you know somebody that's dead and gone, rest in peace, right? And ah, it, okay. it worked, it, yeah. Ops, the goose. Right, right. I want to make that clear to everybody. It has nothing, no disrespect on that type of level. But our, our clear, like, That's straight, like, joke with like, straight up ops, right? Straight yeah. up ops, right? Yeah. Walk, walk me through the video because there's a lot of different things going on in this video, right? There's Boy. a lot of different things. For first and foremost, Whose idea was it to say like, "Hey, hey, get me right quick"? I'm in, I'm in this right now. I don't even want to. I don't even want to shortchange. Yeah, because he was fly. He was fly that night. I don't. I don't want to shortchange. That boy was fly. He, he pulled out the Detroit. Right. Is that, is that just a story? Is that there's, just there's a story? Listen. So there's a story, right? <clears throat> Dang. Okay. I'm in eighth grade. I got the big six X T. I'm feeling myself. Right. I get into a fight. And the bull take my headband and grab him by the headband, and he was rocking. He was like 18, I'm 14, right? So I'm like, yo, I couldn't move. I got this bag of tea. I'm like, yo, I'm never not going to like 
be ready to throw hands with somebody, bro. I don't care if they older or not. So I just never really got with the fashions of the styles. I'm like, y'all got to be ready for combat because dudes is checking, man. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's how it be sometimes, right? And um, so I will always window shop because I say, yo, when I get some paper, I'm going to get me, you know, some, some outfits. Then I ended up going to Iowa and there wasn't many options in Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Demographics. Then I get drafted to Green Bay. Once again, not too many options for like our style of clothing. And then when I got to Detroit, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can do some shopping. You feel me? And I started gathering me some things. Unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, unfortunately, but we had to wear suits. So I couldn't like, we could, I was like, look, man, listen, I don't know if I'm being in Detroit next year, but I'm going to go ahead and get me this fur coat because I'm rocking it next year. I'm rocking this fur coat next year, bro. Hell of hot water. I'm going to find a way to rock it. So kind of find out when I came to Cincinnati, before I came to Cincinnati, the first time I asked Gino, I said, listen, Gino, I just want to I want you to tell me one thing about Cincinnati. Do we have to wear suits? He said, no. I said, I'm signing up. You know what I'm saying? Because so, I'm thinking about that fur coat. So it didn't work out for me to wear it, right? And then it was money. I'm like, dang. Because unfortunately, we didn't have many primetime games. And I was hurt for the Browns one. So I'm like, all right, listen. We got one primetime game. I told my wife. I told my mama. I told my pops. I said, I was like, look. I want us to show out. I need y'all to step to the stadium looking stupid fly. My wife said, yo, you gave me the go. I'm going. You know what I mean? I'm like, because I'm coming crazy. So you knew it was <laughs> think, a dub. You knew it was a dub. Listen, I was like, look, I'm going to come to the stadium feeling good because we owe these bulls something. You know what I mean? Right. We owe the Steelers. That is Monday night. They're not. Yeah. They're expecting to see little brother. They're not expecting to see a bunch of guys that was on teams that already beat them up before. You know what I mean? And yeah. hey, that's what they saw. That's what they got. You know what I'm saying? And I was with it. And I was just in my bag because the game was worse. I mean, all due respect to Juju, but the dancing and then Von took care of that. And Von even said, "Listen, it's just football. You just got to play." Yeah. You know, and Von, listen, man, look. If you coming with all this, you know, you you know how it goes down. The dude that don't talk too much, he going to be the one. He going to be the one to catch you sleep. Vine don't talk too much. He called somebody <laughs> sleep on the logo. That, that's what, And that's why I love this game. Oh, I love the, the rivalry. Logo. That's the best I love part. the rivalry about it. And listen, we came out there with the fire. I'm telling them like, yo, you don't have it today. Go home. Right. Those players aren't working. Stop running them. Right. Stop doing this. <laughs> Stop working for Go home. Yes, sir. Go home. Yo, you guys took that trip. Just go back home because you're not you're not winning today. And that was a swag. The offense carried it. It just really was. I gave a speech. I'm gonna take it in the locker room. I said, look, whatever you got in your life that got you hot, that got you angry, got you pissed, you need to channel that. I don't know if you got problems with your baby mom. Maybe your brother got, you know what I mean? A loved one's in a casket or something. I don't know what it is, but you need to channel that tonight and make the dudes you're going against pay for it and boy them dudes paid for whatever life struggles my teammates and i were dealing with they paid for it as you saw and so i'm feeling myself i'm in my bag and then bobby hart bobby's super goofy you heard him laughing in the video yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob, hey. outrageous bro listen and i've known Bobby. i played against him right shout and out because like, like he he gets bad stuff on the internet for real, but I just want to say like that's one of the coolest dudes that I've ever <laughs> ever like talked behind the scenes. I'm sorry, but I, but the, the videos so some, some, video, some of the yeah. best videos that I have yeah, like off of, that I've ever posted. Bob Hart is yeah. took the video and I'm recording it, and I just thought that was crazy that he was the Yo, person to record it. Listen, it don't because Bobby has that personality, man, and he's. He, he's, I, I love him as a teammate, man. Super cool guy. What a boy. And he, he's awesome. And he saw me, and I'm decked. And Bobby's like, yo, look at Mike. Yo, yo. Because I guess they don't expect me to come out like that. And I was like, look, man, listen. Tonight, we smoking on that Stiller pack tonight, baby. We, You know what I mean? <laughs> it, 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 they smoke, we smoke them out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm feeling myself. I'm like, look, listen. It, that's what it is, bro. That's what it is. They came through. We laid them to rest. And I know we, what, we, we won five games, whatever. We didn't make the playoffs. But at the end of the day, we made a statement and said we can hang. You right. know, we beat the Titans. And Derrick Henry, he had over 100. We're not going to act like he didn't. But that was an earned 100. You know what I'm saying? He didn't right. just have a Derrick Henry type of day. He wasn't happy you, about you that. You know, right? I was say, that was the quietest 100. That I am not giving. I don't even giving it up. I'm going to tell you, like, so, I remember coming into that game, I was like, yeah. uh, I had a couple little prop bets, and I had like, uh, uh, what's the tight end? 
What's the title? Johnny Smith. Yeah, yeah. Smith. Did yeah. nothing. Like you know, it, it, was <laughs> a lot of, it was a lot of different people that you know. That was a great game. Yeah. That was definitely a great just, game. My wife from the D too, so when you threw on that mic, I already knew what time it is. She from the yeah. D, so <laughs> I just thought that was so hard. Yeah. Though, like a big man, like so. A lot of times I post videos or I repost, and I say, "Hey, like look at Mike going like." And everybody's like, "Man, look at the footwork on this dude," you know. But to see like just awesome, just in my mind to see you in a mic like after a dub. Like, I just thought that was just, like, the coolest, crazy. I didn't want to go to work the next day. I know it sounds crazy. (laughs) I didn't want to go to work the next day. I was like, this is a holiday. I'm about to take Joe riding around town. Joe riding around, yelling at people. It's crazy. (laughs) Playing Corvette, Corvette all the next day. It was a good night, man. And quite frankly, things had already happened, but I think we might have been that final sword. Like, I'm sorry, but that's that's, that's, that. I've been on that side. When you mm-hmm. have all the wins and then you quote unquote lose a game on the national stage that you shouldn't lose, but it's the NFL. Right. We all can win, we all can lose at any point. We see that every year, man. So it's unfortunate sometimes people blow it up, but we're all professional athletes, man. And it's not a slight to them. We just played the better game. And that's that's what happens in the NFL. The team that plays a better game wins. It isn't always a quote unquote better team. Thanks. So right. you have a lot of exclusive stories. I saw you tell one to about Mark Ingram, about him winning the Natty uh, Championship and all of that on a visit. Do you have any exclusive stories as it pertains to the Bengals? Um, I can't think of anything behind the scenes. I can tell you how the Bengals inspired me to motivate my team to win the tough playoff game. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but exclusive – I, I I don't know. I I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. I, I really haven't been there long enough, really, right? right. Uh, right. W- what I will say, though, is I've always respected the organization and, and how, how the Bengals have hand, handled their business, man. I remember that, that playoff game of the 2015 season against the Steelers. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, listen, but I channeled that. The next day, I said, yo, if we not finna come out here, and smash on these Redskins the way the Bengals did on the Steelers. I don't care if the Bengals lost. Look at look in between the, uh, the the score box, bro, or the box score rather. Watch the film. The Bengals beat them up, beat right. them up so badly that they, that they could they 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 were more focused on beating them up than winning the game. And I'm like, <laughs> we gotta win, but we need to come and beat them up. And right. we guys were making crazy plays that game. I'm talking about safety stopping Deshaun Jackson on the one-yard line after he done broke free. This is in right. 15 when Deshaun was burning. He's still burning. See yeah. what I'm saying? Like, right. we're doing goal line stands, bro, against Kirk Cousins, who was checking down and running them in. Like, right. we was going off that night, bro. And it's just like, if you're not going to come and play with the same tenacity that the Bengals played with that night, don't just take your pads off and, and go sit, sit in the locker room because we can't win without that. Right? That's the energy we need right there. It is, too. And I think, like, like the, I always tell people, I guess one of my messages is that it's such a fine line between winning and losing, especially in, in this league, you know. And a lot of fans, I think, um, you know, because I represent the fan base as well, too. But a lot of fans will get down on us, like, say you have a down year or something like that. If you really kind of break down the games like you were saying, like they, they knocked out the Titans, you should have beat the Browns the second time for sure. Uh, should have never tied with the, uh, you know, like it's a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda stuff, right? But at the same time, do you think that players on the team take that and just say, you know, like we're a lot closer to, let's just say the playoffs or a lot closer to whatever than what the average fan thinks? Um, or do you think that, you know, like maybe maybe it is further than what I think it probably is? I I do know this, that a lot of teams know show up or you're going to get showed up, shown up rather. Everybody knew that coming to play against us. And this is me speaking to, you know, the leaders and the elite players of the other teams. They, they're, they're saying to the game. Man, you guys' record does not reflect the concern we had going into this game. And one of the biggest things about that is, once again, it's a uh, injection of, 
you know, some new blood, right? Uh, uh, some injection of the new blood of knowing we should win the big games with the old blood. That's that rugged, just gangster bangles, right? right. Like, you know what I mean? You combine that with the, with the winning uh, uh, attitude and pedigree, that's definitely a recipe for um, some success. And the, the, the concern and not fear, not yet, not yet, but the concern that we put into a lot of uh, opposing coaches um, game plan that we, we did it with a rookie quarterback, right? That dude is legit. And that's going to be a, a huge part of it. Right. Right. And my biggest thing was like, guys, we just need to get the ball back for Joe. We got to get Joe the ball back. Just get him the ball back. Right. Take it from them. Give it to him. Okay. And with that type of mentality, now the team is playing for each other, right? The defense is, it's not, oh, Joe, this is, hey, Joe, we got you, man. Don't worry about it. Hey, offense, don't worry about it. We're going to get the ball back. Whenever an interception something happens, I say, good. That's more butt for us to whip. I, I, I say another word, but I say, that's just more butt for us to whip. This more film right. for me to put out there, me busting some old linemen up and making a play. And let's all have that attitude. This is an opportunity for me to shut down the receiver. This top-of-the-line receiver, good. Keep giving him the ball back. I want to shut him down. See what I'm saying? So you got to make the other team's offense not want to get on the field. And they'll give you the ball back. And you want to keep the ball in Joe Burrow's hands. <laughs> no, that's, that's facts. I, I was going to ask you about Joe. Like, playing next to, like, um, I'm so glad you brought up Joe Burrow. Playing next to Joe Burrow, right, and playing next to Aaron Rodgers, can you speak to some of the similarities that maybe that they share or maybe yeah. some things that you observe that maybe Joe might do differently or better? Uh, it's the poise. It's really the poise. Joe doesn't get shaken up over anything. He maintains his cool, uh, cool as a fan. and. <laughs> he he's a he's a locker room guy. He's a team guy, right? Like Aaron was Aaron's the man, one of my favorite teammates of all levels, right? I wouldn't think playing with a first ballot Hall of Famer was he was gonna be such a down-to-earth dude. And when you look at Joe, who has the pedigree he has, he he showed that same type of respect to all his teammates that Aaron Rodgers does. And he's and but yet he still carries that same. This organization is mine. I got to carry us to victories, right? He 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 understands that. When I first met him, he he just had that. I've been in the league for a while. I done seen some things. I done been through some things. I'm in like year four or five. I done been denied. I done made it. <laughs> like, you know, I got close to the finish line. I crossed the finish line. He really just, he seemed like a person who's just, been there, done that, seen it all, done it all. And for him to have that type of maturity at that age, you that's rare. That's rare. Nah, that's facts. I got to ask you, though. Top five defensive tackles of all time. What's your list? My favorite one, my favorite, I'd have to say, would be John Randall. Okay. Because obviously he's a shorter guy, but he he played the game, you know, like he played with that attitude. He's not he's talking the whole game, right? He 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 was tough. He 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 was the man. Uh, definitely, I definitely like um, Hainsworth. You know what I mean? Uh, obviously, you know, has some stuff that happened uh, with just everything, right? With that, that's around at that, but just him as a player, I respect him because he was so big, but he played big. Sometimes you get big guys that don't want to play like that. They right. want to be, they want to play. They're, they're big guys that want to play like an Aaron Donald. You can't play like that. Little guys can't play like that. If you're 6'6, 3'10, 315, 3'20, whatever he was, you need to be the field bully. And that's what he was. Now, you know, obviously some things, you know, but just from football technical aspect, you're supposed to utilize that size. So I, definitely a big fan of John Randall, Sue, or excuse me, I just gave it away. Um, John Randall, Hainsworth, Nadamikin Sue, Nadamikin Sue, B 
big, powerful player. And he, look at him now. Still, it was Sue like 35, 34 in yeah, the Super Bowl going crazy. Like two yeah. sacks. He went off in against the Mahomes. <laughs> against Mahomes. You know, and they say there was backup offensive tackles. There weren't no backup interior guys, not that I knew. Sue did it against Patrick Mahomes. Who This guy's throwing the ball while horizontal. He ain't giving up right. the sack. But Sue got to him twice. Right? So, I, 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 I like those those three. I, I would have to put Geno in that category because he's an, he's an extreme overachiever. Fourth round pick, six foot, maybe six one, and he did it by bull, by just running through people. He didn't right. run around people. He ran through people, ran through people. And another guy That's I really like, another guy I really like, you know, was Leroy Glover. Very violent with his hands. Obviously, I'm going from the guys I've watched, so I can't really go into the 80s and before then. But just from the guys I've watched, uh, Leroy Glover is definitely in my top five because he was good at grabbing guys and then doing with them, doing with them what he wanted to do. Right. Anytime a defensive tackle controls offensive linemen, I respect that. I respect that. Every you know, you got guys that got skill and they can really make offensive linemen look silly, but I want to see guys get their hands on old linemen, control them, dominate them, move them from point A to point B against their own will, and then disregard them. Man, that's a hell of a list. Um, yes, that's a good one. I guess with that said, like, you know, like, and I guess you probably think about this in the offseason, and you, and you were just talking about, like, I think I talked to you earlier today, and you were just like, yeah, we about to go put some work in. You know, like, tell us, like, what does a day look like right now in the offseason for Mike Daniels? Like, you know, I know, like, this is, quote, unquote, I guess, you know, the offseason or whatever. But for some guys, I don't think it ever is really off. <laughs> but, you know, like, just walk me through, like, a daily, you know, like a day of Mike Daniels right now. Yes. Right now, get up. Give thanks to God for waking me up, <laughs> right? Um, right? Absolutely. Uh, get up. Um Get out to the fields. Uh, obviously, at breakfast, but get out to the fields. Get to work. Get my training in. Get back home. Uh, get some relaxation in. Get with my wife. Get with the kids. And then uh, I may or may not, right, go back out and do it again. It just really depends on whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If I want to do a four-day straight of two days, maybe just three days of two days and then two days off. It just depends on how I'm constructing my week, correct? But in a full day, I'm just giving you what a full day looks like, right? So I'll um, go and get my second work in. This is all with my trainer who I fly in that I work with, right? And we'll get a second session in whether we're going back to the field or we're going to the MMA gym and we're doing wrestling work because I, I grew up wrestling and definitely uh, have to incorporate that in my football playing. But we'll get a second um, round of work in. Then we'll get to the uh, then we'll get to some film. Then it's bedtime. You know, I'll drop him off at his hotel. I'll get back home and, and go to bed. And then the next day, same thing. That's a and the, and, the, and the average person I don't think thinks that it's this much stuff going on or that much dedication, like in the off season, just to get prepared for what we like five months away. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah we're some yeah. ways away. Yeah, we're, we're, like, we're, st we're still in the fun part of the off season when. You know, some people might be even might have not even started training yet, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, prepared, so, right. No, nah, that's fact. So you mentioned that you like you wrestled yourself. Obviously, WWF isn't that same kind of vein. It's not as legit. But like, do you watch WWE wrestling, or like, did you grow up watching it, or, or like WCW or anything like that? I definitely grew up watching wrestling, and one of my friends from college is uh, Big E. It's part of the New Day. Okay. And um, he's like one of the top guys right now. But I definitely, uh, with him joining the WWE, I've gotten back into it. You know, once the Attitude Era ended and then like midway through the Ruthless Aggression Era, I kind of fell yeah, off. I'm with you, you, know, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm noticing like a lot of people around our age that kind of happened to them. But right. um, my, my, my guy, Big E, is, is in it now. And now I've been following it, man, pretty heavily. I think like for me, it was like, yeah, at the NWO – 
I'm, yeah, I'm trying to trace back like when it was at a prime. Like I remember in high school, yeah, like NWO. It was crazy. Yeah, like, was, that, was, was, that was that was NWO. That was Attitude Era, The Rock, Stone Cold. I mean, you crazy. got so many people. When <laughs> when they said that Undertaker was was hanging it up, I was like, all right, I'm getting old now. Undertaker, <laughs> Yo, Undertaker for real, retiring. For real. <laughs> yes, man. That's right. wild when you think about it. It is. Let me ask you this, because I was asking about your daily life stuff, right? But I forgot to ask this. This is what the people really want to know. Talk to us about food. What is like, uh, you know, like, 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 you know, like to to stay like, you know, like so I could get my, you know what I'm saying? So I could get my sh- together. You no know, doubt. No doubt. What do I, you know, like if I want to bulk up to Mike level, like what am, what am I eating? Like 15 ounce steaks for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? <laughs> like what, like, you know. Like twenty two ounces, like what? Are, like what's the what's what ounce thing? What kind? Of, what cut? What are you eating right now? Are you a vegetarian? I don't even know. Right. <laughs> so really, I have a ve- I have a you know a food plan. I can't even call it a diet. That's so just like it's so personalized. It's well biologically personalized. Like I had my blood drawn, so I got my results to see what foods I should and should not be eating, and. I'm on a legit plan that let's say like it, it really helps me manage my inflammation to get all that down. Like I'll be in the off season. I'll get up like 315. Then come the season, I'll be 290. Hmm. Right. Just, you know, being on the food plan. Right. It's just that detail. So it's hard for me to like give general food advice because when I got my list, I saw that broccoli doesn't work well with my body. You know and I'm hmm. like? Broccoli. Bananas, apples. I'm like, these are stuff I will go to eat when I think I'm eating right. But yet, right. I can have pork every day. You know what that's I mean? That's wild. That, like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I'm gonna that's have to crazy. look into that because that's that's wild. Especially when you talk about broccoli and things that you would just think would be good for your body, not knowing that. Right now, candy and sugar and all that stuff. That's you know, just pizza and all that. No. <laughs> no, I just had no. some pizza, man. No. You're making me feel bad. <laughs> well, well, see, you shouldn't because you're not the one to ask the question. It, it was Zim. Zim asked the question. So <laughs> you know what's so great? My son, I mean, I have a four-year-old son or whatever, like, and he loves pizza so much to the point that it made me not even like pizza anymore because, like, every time, I don't know, like, and then too much of anything is just, like, bad, right? So... He got to a point where he was just eating too much pizza. It like made me feel like I just I don't know. Like I got my guilty vices, I'm sure, but like pizza's not on that list no more. I like I quit All right, that. Man, we ending the show now, bro. You don't what? like pizza? All right, I'm gonna tell you the weird thing about it. I put this on Twitter one day. Like I'm I'm one of them people. Like I'm a purist. Like if I eat a steak or something like that, I don't want no sauce. I don't want nothing like that. If I eat a pizza, oh, I, don't want, I don't I don't want no toppings. If I eat a burger, what? I don't like none of that stuff. Like. If I eat your food, I want to taste what am I eating like. I don't want a bunch of sauce or any of that stuff. No doubt. And no everybody doubt. was like, "Like, man, get him out of here!" Like, I'm like, all that stuff is like, all that stuff is like gross. I know I'm about to get killed in the comments just off that. Just like, what pizza? What I don't know. The like, biggest debate is pineapples. Whether pineapples can be on, on uh, pizza. If you really want to get the comments fired up, ask people in the comments. Does pineapple belong on pizza? And that's gonna no. start a whole, no. a whole other thing. No, I yeah. love pineapple, but no, it does not need to be I on pineapple. pizza. We can debate it on social media. I'm with it. You don't need to have no fruit on a hot, <laughs> like right party. Let, no. let, pine, let, no. let pineapple, let pineapple be sensual in its own entity on the side. Yeah, I mean, dessert. Yeah, all that. Any, I could honestly eat a fruit cup or fruit pineapples, whatever, for dessert. It's all, so anything sweet like that is just after to me anyway. Correct. Let me ask you, like, like, let me ask you this to get like a little bit more like serious on this upcoming this upcoming year, whatever. Like, what are some goals? What are you looking to do? Like, you know, like, is there is there a team that you're looking at that you want to, you know? Is there a team that you know that you know you, you you might be thinking about or talking to or whatever? Like, do you have any goals that you have set up for this upcoming football season? Because we know that you're about to wreck the league no matter where it's at. I, I appreciate that, man. Uh, and really, that's my goal, right? Is to just be the best me I can be. Sounds real company and cliche, but that's how I live, man. That that's why I have the the training regimen I have. Every day I have to be better than the day before. 
And later in the day, I have to be better than I was earlier in the day. It's just constantly getting better and then letting that translate on the football field. And as, as far as free agency and stuff, that's definitely like you just never know what can happen, man. We see strange things happen all the time. Look at free agency right now. Right. Who would have told you for going into the seat last year that some of the things we see happening in free agency was going to happen? We just don't know. So I always I just don't even make predictions or say I want to be here. You just you just never know. It's I'm gonna be the best me I can be, no matter what my situation is, man. I feel like you've just been working out in this orange and black helmet. Like when we see you working out, like I don't know what team that he is. moving it's, too. It's like an orange and black helmet. I don't know who them guys are, but they look pretty dope. <laughs> so every every they time, <laughs> so they look pretty dope. So I was just thinking, like you know, maybe you know, maybe we could channel some energy throughout everybody that's in here tonight <laughs> to say that we will love for you to make your way back to Cincinnati. Yes. I, yes. I appreciate that, man. I'm just so glad that I um, have been able to be accepted and received so well by the fan base, man. Just who they nation. I love you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Like you just make being a Bengals so awesome, man. You, you guys are so appreciative. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that, that I love, right? Because I understand like as a fan, we're real people, but it's entertainment, too. You want to see good entertainment. You want your team to do well. Like, I don't get upset when fans get, get tight because I get it. I get tight about the things I love watching. I'm a sports right. fan, too, of other sports. I get tight, too, so I understand. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, I forget. It might have been the, the Bangalorean or, or one, of, one of the guys. Hey, right? shout yeah, out to Bangalorean. He said, listen, he said, like, man, <laughs> I, I, I just want to – um. You know, buy around uh, for 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 all the fans right now who's upset at this loss. And I had to tweet to him like, "Are players allowed to join too? Because we're just drunk too." Like, I feel y'all, man. So I get it, man. I I just love being able to be tapped in with the community, man, and, and with the fan base, man. I, I definitely really appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for having me on too. Like you guys, I, I just really love Bengal Nation. Appreciate y'all. Wow, appreciate man. it, bro. Appreciate, we appreciate you. you. We appreciate you. I I can't see. Yeah, I I don't know if it's a is if it's a better energy or better character person that just the city needs this because a lot of times I'm talking to people like I don't know if you pay attention to too much of anything I do, but I'm gonna just let you know like I speak in a lot of positive form and a lot of people live in the past tense on a lot of different things and I'm just like look there I don't really care what really happened you know like I, I can sit there and dwell on a lot of different things and so they'd be like well this guy isn't gonna come here or this guy isn't gonna come here. I'm like, shoot, you get the right guys in place already on this team and people want to follow through and people and guys see it, guys talk. I'm in some group chats, you know, like guys talk. Yep. And so while you're saying you're a fan of the team, like do you ever look at teams like um, you mentioned briefly, and I know people probably don't want to hear this, but 2015 team, do you ever see like teams like that um, or like the Bengals 2015 team or, 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 or teams like that and just say, whoa, like – that's a team that I could really root for or, like, you know, did, you know what I'm I saying? Was looking at that, I was looking at that with envy in my eyes, like, damn, that's the team I want to play on. Do you see the way they play, how right. violent and how aggressive and with the right demeanor and attitude they play with? Just needs to be, you know, contained a little bit. Right, 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 yeah. right. You know, treat it like a sniper <laughs> rifle, not what about like a grenade. What it's, about Vontez Burfitt? Because I feel like he, he encompassed all of that energy. Me personally, I'm a huge Vontez fan. I defend him to whatever. But I feel like he brought that out in that 2015 defense. But but Vontez isn't the only Vontez in the NFL at a lot of different positions. Right. There's a lot of guys like that. Right. They just don't get the pub because of stuff they do. The cameras aren't catching it. Right. There's a lot of dudes like right. that. Once you, you know what marked. I mean? Right. Yes, but, but, and but, if you <laughs> – but but, but see, thirty but, years, the league is full of guys like that. hundred percent. He's a throwback I, I, player. I told yeah. this behind the scenes too. I've I've told him this this too. Me, just the little bit I do know in my interactions with Vontaze, whatever. To me, Mar Marshawn Lynch is a player that you know. This has nothing to do about dirty play or anything like that. But he's a player that a lot of people gravitate to because a camera game in front of him and he, he got a chance to show a lot of his personality. Same thing, like, if you were given a show right now, like, 
the world will love you, right? You know, and I think perfect. One of the things that I talked to him about when I did say something, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but it's just that I don't think he ever had the opportunity to show like he's a real person, kids, loving father, all these different things. And so then when you do see those plays and then the other guys that you're standing around the league that probably do some of the same things, you know, they don't they they, they may get the benefit of the doubt, but he never got the benefit of the doubt. Because he just never was – they never got a chance to really share his story, I think. And I think that got into it. The same way I think that, like like I'm saying, if, if they gave you a reality show right now, people that are in here right now watching this right now and just say, like, th- this might be somebody's first time saying Mike Daniels. But they probably didn't know that because they're looking at a guy with a jersey and a helmet on or whatever, and it's just a number. But once you start really talking and speaking to people, like, you'll be beloved. Like, I think to this day – Perfect would be like brand new contract somewhere like playing right now to this day had he done that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys giving the opportunity and giving this forum for me to display my my human side, right? Right. Everybody sees the the brash warrior on Sundays, Mondays and Thursdays, but and you know, to to be able to show the human side and to speak about what goes under the helmet what leads to some of the actions while the uniform is on that, that definitely helps you really connect with everybody who's giving you all your support. And that's, that's your fans. No, that's facts. hundred percent. Um, I just think that, you know, like coming up, we got the, the comment that you made was really, really good. Cause you're like, yeah, I saw, you know, these, the 2015 team, a lot of people think that, you know, like you, like you say, they need to kind of hone it in. But a lot of people that I speak to be like, man, they're the reason. Like, if you watch that game, perfect Pac-Man, like, won that game. You know what I'm saying? But there's some things that happened at the, uh, at the game that didn't go in our favor. But there are a lot of players like that that I think could be had. And, and we need you to recruit those guys here. <laughs> and we need all them. We need all them dogs. Like, we need all the dogs off the leash. And then – I think it's up to like a lot of teammates too, because you can't have a room just full of alphas and everybody just barking, barking, barking. Like I think, I think it's really good that you got like this perspective, and you could probably be one of the guys that can kind of hone in some of these these savage dogs that we're about to drag. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's we're not trying to defang you at all. We're just trying to let you know when it's when it's cool to, when you're allowed to bite, right? But when we want right. you to bite, we need you to bite. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely definitely all for that. And it that's just part of being a good teammate. One thing I want to ask you, Mike, before we let you go, since you've been so gracious with your time, is the draft. Is there anybody like just specific players that just step out to you where you're like, this dude is a dog? Like this is this is something different. Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't really kept up with college football. I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to talk about uh one guy that I know of. I went to the school. My, my man's Davian, uh, Davion Nixon, uh, out of Iowa, right? He's a, um, he's done some really, really good things this year. So I, I think he's a really good defensive tackle and he's going to make somebody happy who drafts him because he, he plays the game the way it's supposed to be played tough, physical, and with an edge. Facts. A hundred percent. Um, I guess, yeah, like closing out, like what can, you know, like coming up this season, do you have a message that you think that you want to deliver to the fan base? Maybe a pessimistic Bengal fan, regardless where you end up, like something that you can leave for the fans to just kind of just sit and simmer for the next couple months until we get into free agency. Yeah, man. Some of the some of the, some of the Bengals fans. Or or, just, or it doesn't even have to be a Bengals <laughs> fan. Do you have do you have anything that you just want to deliver? Is there a message? That oh yeah, no, no. I, I, I had one. I had one right for Huda Nation, man. And I, I would say that that a real one with Joe Burrow. If you was ready to jump ship, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it yet. <laughs> Joe Burrow, I really like the guy. I really do. I've seen what it's supposed to look like. Seven years with Aaron Rodgers, one year with Matt Stafford, playing against Russell and Brady and all these guys a bunch of times. I've seen what it's supposed to look like. And he's going he's going to be one of them guys. He was was top 10 in um, just overall quarterback statistics before he got hurt. That that, that says a lot, man. Rookie year. Rookie year. 
that's that's all I got for you right now. <laughs> I, I really like that answer because it, it is really that simple to me. It's like, okay, there's Joe Burrow. Get him some weapons. Protect him. Uh, shore up some things on defense. We ain't going to go into the whole plan, but it's not really that that hard to, for me to grasp or whatever. What is it going to take for us to get you on TV or a show or something like that? Because I feel like after this, like it, you got to you, – I think you should work on like a vlog or something where it's not just working out or something, right? You just – dedicate like you could cut it down and edit it to a 10-minute thing. You put it out like weekly or something. I need you and your team to like get on that like right away where you take people through eating – for a second, take them, show them the blood work, show them all the, the training stuff. You're flying trainers in. You got blood work taken for that. You need to no show doubt. that stuff in, in condensed intimate, and we need to put, put this out to the world. That That is the one thing that I want to deliver to you because your personality is too great just to just be under a helmet and a number on a jersey for real. Hey, man, look, I really appreciate that. I'm definitely going to take your advice and get serious on it. Seriously. I mean, there, there's – there's we'll say some things in the works. I'm not going to lie to you, but – you know, I, just thank you, thank you. I <laughs> think thanks for that extra kick in the butt, man. You know, Got to. That. take advantage of this right now, especially right now while you're still actively kicking ass. Please follow um, Mike on Mike Daniels. What, what, uh, tell, tell, tell so, so the, Instagram is just is just Mike Daniels, no underscore, right. no space, just Mike Daniels at Mike Daniels, and then uh, Twitter it's Mike underscore Daniels seven six. Well, Mike, we appreciate you for joining the Orange is the New Black appreciate podcast. Y'all, man. Appreciate yes, y'all. Yes, that sir. was that was a really good one, man. We appreciate you with your time, man. We went really long. We covered a lot of ground. We have to do this I'm one glad day. We soon. Do. Actually, yeah, when man. you when, when you sign, we need to make we need to make sure you come <laughs> on back. Let's run it back. Let's do it. All right. Do we have a deal? Do we have a deal? Look, man. Look, 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 look man. We gotta get Listen, you back. I, Yo, we listen, mate. You call them and tell them bring him back. <laughs> you got because you. a lot of it be out of our hands, man. Facts. We appreciate you guys and everybody tuning in. This has been the Orange is the New Black Podcast. Who that? Who Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat 